the message I started uh, two, three weeks ago. This is the third one. Words in the covenant. Words in the covenant. We know we have a covenant with the Lord Jesus Christ. We know we have a covenant with God. And we want to know what is in the covenant that God has given to us. What are the benefits of the covenant? What is the benefit of having a covenant with God in the first place? What do we derive from this? How important is this covenant? Is this, somebody that, is this something that I should desire uh, you know, for my life? This is so important. Father, we just ask that you give us the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of you. Open the eyes of our understanding. In the name of Jesus. So that we might walk strong on the earth. On behalf of our God. Thank you Father. In Jesus name. Amen. In uh, Psalm 89 verse 34. God says my covenant will I not break. My covenant, that's my covenant with you, I will not break, nor alter the word that has gone out of my mouth, on my lips. Now, God's covenant is tied to His words. It's His word to you. God's word to you, my word, I will keep my word. Whatever I have promised to you, I am going to keep. God says, the Bible tells us that the covenant is established on promises. So when God makes a covenant with you, that covenant is established on promises. The blood of Jesus seals the covenant. And you have a mark of the covenant in your life, which is your circumcised heart. And as long as your heart is circumcised, you are a part of that covenant and God is obligated to fulfill His word in your life. It, doesn't, it has nothing to do with how you feel about yourself. It has, it has nothing to do with what you know about yourself. All you need to know is what God says about you. Just, you are not going to be defined by what people think about you. Don't ever allow that. Let the covenant define you. Let the covenant make you. The covenant is the word of God that God gave in the first place. That's the word that created the whole universe. That word can make you. The promises can change the things in your life. You know, we really need to believe these things. You know, we really need to believe these things. We have to take all the fluffs away and really settle. I'm, I'm telling you this. When it's all over, you will come back to the Word of God. If you really want to make it. This Word is powerful. It's the covenant that we have with Him. It is so powerful. It can change your situation. can change your attitude. If you agree with that. The Word. That's all we need. God's word is covenant with us. Sealed with the blood of Jesus. It's always speaking better things. Good things. That's what we want to know. What is in this covenant? The first thing is seems simplistic. But very, very important if you understand it. We are made 
children of the living God. You have to understand in the old covenant they were not children of the living God. They were covenant people. They never referred to themselves as children. Never. And when Jesus referred to himself as the son of God, they said, Wostonia, you're going to die for it. They were servants of God. They were never children. This covenant brings us into God's family. It brings us into God's class of being. That's what we need to understand. That's why Paul says, you act like mere men, ordinary people, because you don't know what the covenant brings to you. You know, the Jewish people, they knew the covenant. You see a lot of miracles in the New Testament with Jesus. You know why? They understood the covenant. They knew if they can be connected to the Messiah, who they were waiting for, if they could be connected to the Messiah, nothing was impossible for them. That's why they were being healed, every one of them. Every one of them. They knew it was their right. In fact, one time they told Jesus, look, we want you to help these Gentiles. Remember the story? We want you to heal these Gentiles, son or servant. They said, because he loves our people. They were demanding, you do it. Because he loves our people. You belong to us. You are our Messiah. This is our right. But now we want you to extend it a little bit. Heal this man. Because this centurion, he loves our people and he gives. And guess what? Jesus said, okay, I'll do it. Why? Because of the covenant. Because of the covenant. We become children of God. They were servants. And I'm going to explain that a little bit more. They were servants. Servants, slaves. You know, in John uh, chapter 8, Jesus was talking about this. I believe it's verse 35. He says, a, a slave does not remain in the home forever. But a son remains forever. Abides forever. They were servants. We are sons. We abide in the home of our Father forever. You got all the rights that Jesus had. That's a huge one. And you know, God decided to do that. He didn't ask for your opinion. All you have to do is accept it. Believe me, it's so great, it's so good to accept it. That's why the Bible says, do not lean on your own understanding. Your understanding will say, well, that doesn't make sense. But you need to understand, let God be true and every man liar. Stay with what God says about you. And let the word make you. It's the same word that created the universe. That same word is holding everything in place today. Hebrews chapter 1 tells us that. Everything is being held in place by the word of God that he spoke. That same word spoken into your life can change that situation that's negative. Because you are a covenant person of God. This word brings us in as children of the living God. 
So John chapter 1 verse 12, it tells and 13, it says, But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God. You are given the right. Everyone doesn't have that right. This is a tremendous privilege. You are given the right to become children of God. To those who believe in his name. Who were born, he was telling, when he gives you the right, you become born. You become born into the family of God. He said, not of blood, that's not human DNA. This is God's DNA. You are born into his family. That's what God has done for us. That's why it's such a great gospel, a great news for the whole world. If they will understand it, because of excitement, if you fully, fully understand it, you may not be able to go to sleep. There was a time in my life as God was showing me things, I, I couldn't sleep. I was begging God, please let me sleep. I really need to sleep. That time God was dealing with me on the issue of healing. I couldn't sleep. I'm telling you, I couldn't sleep. I was so excited. I laughed in the room as God was showing me things I was reading. And it was night, midnight. I tried not to disturb my roommates. I was so excited. I started talking about the healing. And the question is, good luck, have you healed anyone? Uh, no. <laughs> but I'm getting something exciting. It's good. It feels so good. And I wanted to see it. God do it. Sons. Who were born? That's you got God's DNA. You don't have a DNA for failure. You're not supposed to be second class. In the Old Testament where there were servants, it says you will be above and not beneath. They don't know who you really are. John said that. We're like him. We don't believe these things, but we do in the our fellowship. Amen? We do. We believe it. We believe it. Who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man. That's the will of God for you to be a part of His family. Isn't that great? That may mean nothing to you, but to me it's really exciting. God wants me to be a part of His family. Amen? So to carry His DNA... You know, John, chapter 3, verse 6, he says, That which is born of the flesh is flesh. That which is born of the spirit is spirit. You are born of the spirit when God brings you into his family. You are born, you are no longer flesh. Just ordinary flesh. That's what Paul says in Romans chapter 8 verse 9. He says, but you are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. You are not of the flesh. You have been born into God's family. We become children of the living God. And we carry his DNA. Amen. Romans 8 verse 15 through 17 it says for you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear 
you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption, or you received the spirit of sonship, by whom we cry, Abba, Father. In other words, the spirit gave, you, gave birth to your spirit. You became a child of God. From the day you were born again, you entered into this covenant with God, and you became born of the Spirit, and there is a Spirit in you that cries, Abba, Father. You were born into His family. He gave you His Spirit. He says, the Spirit Himself, that's the Holy Spirit Himself, He bears witness with your spirit, my spirit, that we are children of God. He says, yes, you belong to God. You are God's own. You belong to God's family. You cannot be harassed by the enemy anymore. Can you imagine Satan going to God's throne to harass God? Is that possible? Will he harass his children? Will he harass Jesus Christ? No. You got his spirit in him, in you. He can't harass you unless you let him. And many believers are letting him. It's like the, the lady that said, Oh, the devil is being after me all week. He won't let me. He's been after my life. Praise his holy name. Whose holy name? The devil's or God? <laughs> You've been talking about the devil all along. I don't fear the devil. He should be afraid of me. There is no need to fear him anymore. He's powerless. The Bible tells us Jesus brought principalities and powers. He took away the power, the weapon of the enemy. And we have no reason. We are sons. That's what this covenant is brought to us. A higher place with God. And if you're jealous of David, you don't know what you got. David only had the Holy Spirit come on him. The prophets, they had the Holy Spirit come on them. Jesus said this, and you need to get this real good. He said, the Holy Spirit, the Comforter is coming. You know him. He has been with you. He will be in you. When you are born again, you have the Holy Spirit with you. But you need to let the Holy Spirit come in you. You're going to heaven because the Holy Ghost is with you when you get born again. But you need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. You really need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. So that the Holy Spirit from the innermost part of your being is crying out to God, the Spirit of Sonship, crying out to God, Abba, Father. It's like you going to the Garden of Gethsemane, you remember? And Jesus cried, Abba, Father. Oh, that's the same Spirit that was crying out to the Father. Same Spirit. And we'll talk about that. Look at what it says in verse 79. If children, then heirs, heirs of God, and joint heirs with Christ. Meaning everything that's available to the Lord Jesus is available to you. Now look at you, flicking you. Everything that's available to him. How do you understand this field with fear? Notice he says, if that scripture that we read, if 
It says, for you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear. Right? So that says, if you have fear, you got the spirit of bondage. Good. If you are afraid, you got bondage. The spirit of bondage again to fear. You're not supposed to be afraid of anything. That's the truth. I'm not supposed to be afraid of witches. I don't fear them. I don't fear demons. They fear me. I don't have to pray about them. They should be praying about me and the trouble I, I could give to them. That's the way the scripture tells us. We're not supposed to be afraid. Second Timothy 1 verse 7. For you did not re- receive, it says, the spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of a sound mind. You got a sound mind. And we'll come into that. We have a sound mind. Christians say all kinds of stupid stuff. True. They say all kinds of crazy stuff about themselves. And they, they, are tell, they say to you, forget you're being real. We're real. Eh? We have to be realistic. Yeah, you're working in the flesh. That's what it is. You receive the Spirit of God. Now, I'm going to take you to another scripture. The Bible says, in the mouth of two or three witnesses, let what? Let a matter be established. Let a matter be established. Galatians, and I read Romans chapter 8, verse 15 through 17. Now, Galatians chapter 4, verse 6 through 7, it says, And because you are sons, because you are sons, God has sent forth the spirit of his son into your heart right <laughs> it's because you were sons that he sent his spirit when you are born again that's fine <laughs> you become a son right and because you are not a son he sends his spirit, the spirit of his son into your heart and then you cry out the father you can't receive the spirit if you are not a son yet when you are son, you can receive the Spirit. Because you are son, he says the Spirit of his son. Now, notice the word Spirit, capital, right? So when the Spirit, that's the Spirit of Jesus himself. The same Spirit that was in Christ. God is sending that same Spirit into your heart. Now what does that make you? Uh, don't answer. <laughs> you see, that's why I say we say crazy things about ourselves. We never agree with God. Amos 3.3 says, How can two walk together except they be in agreement? God says, This is who you are. You say, No, I don't believe that. This is the way I feel. Who's going to go with your feeling? You stay with what God says. And see the miracles that God will do through your life. And refuse to accept the ordinary. That's what God has done for us. Children of the living God. I get really excited studying this sense because God is good. It is that God is good all the time. You don't even know what you're talking about. Trust me. It's true. God is good all the time. But when you really, really meditate, you have no reason to be afraid. If he bothers me, I ask my master. 
Yes. And he's there. And I'm telling you now, we, we can be looking at each other today. I had my, my future drawn in my mind. Yes. I have it. And I'm patient enough. I'll wait for it. Because I know the God that I've come to believe in. I have no fear. Not, not for my future. I have no fear. I, I, can, I, can, I, I trust this God. I'm telling you I trust this God to keep me. You never find me. I believe this because of Him. I won't be found doing some crazy stuff. It's not going to happen. Because of Him. Yes, I did. I know where I've committed to Him. The Bible says, you know, I don't have to be afraid of anything. The things that you have committed to Him, He is able to keep until that day. He will. I have to trust Him. I have to. And He's able. He's able. That's why He is my God. Amen. He is my God to stand for me and help me. He is your God and He's in your life. You are His child. His spirit is inside of you. We cry, Abba, Father. He says, therefore you are no longer slaves. Your son, you abide in the house forever. And then he says, if son, then heirs of God through Christ. So we are joint heirs with Christ. Everything that's available to him is available to me. He's no longer here. He uses my hands. He uses my eyes. He turns around from within. See that man over there? He's hurting. Do this. Pray for this person. Go lay hands on that person. Speak words of kindness to this person. So no, that's not the way to go. This is the way to go. You made, that was a mistake. He's there. The Holy Spirit. He gave His Spirit. He put His Spirit in us. That's the key thing. Spirit that they couldn't receive. He's given to us. And a lot of people have been filled with the Holy Ghost. They are not like Samson. You know, Samson knew what he had. You know, it's like the guy who said... You know, you believe I should go around saying, silver and gold have I none. And such as I have, you know. <laughs> That's what Peter said. But the believers say, silver and gold I don't have, and such as I have, I don't have that either. <laughs> he got nothing. No silver and gold, no such as I have. <laughs> He got nothing. You know, in John chapter 3, again, verse 8, he says, The Spirit, you hear the wind. Okay? The wind blows where he wishes. You hear the sound of it. You don't know where it's coming from. You cannot tell where it's coming from. And you don't know where it goes. So is everyone who is born of the Spirit. We are a wonder to the world. It's a mystery. 
You don't realize that. As a child of God, you are a mystery to the world. The wind blows where it wishes. You hear the sound of it. But you cannot tell where it's coming from and where it goes. So is everyone who is born of the Spirit. We are not supposed to be ordinary. We are supposed to be a wonder to the world. Isaiah 8 verse 18 says, Here am I, and the children whom the Lord has given to me, we are for what? Signs and wonders. We are for what? Signs and wonders. Please talk to your neighbor, the guy sitting by you. Say, you are for sign and for wonder. I'd like you to do that. Yes. Amen. To the world. Yes. That's what the Lord said. Let God be true and every man a liar. You are for signs to the world. And wonders. You are a wonder. That's what God is saying. They look at you, boy. How could he have stopped doing that stuff that he used to do? You know? How could he? We were all dope addicts to get what happened to you, amen. You say, Jesus, signs and wonder. The doctors have said you're not going to make it, you're going to die. You come out, he says, You got only two years. You go back to shake his hands after five years. He says, What's happened to you? You are a wonder. We are for I and the children, that's Jesus speaking, in the Old Testament, before he was born. I and the children that you have given to me, we are for signs and wonder. That's what I want to believe. When it seems unlikely, God comes through. When it doesn't make sense, God comes through. When it seems you're down, they blink and they look your way up. How did you get there? Amen. Signs and wonder. And God meant every word he spoke. Yeah. It's the truth. It may not seem that way today. But God is not through with me yet. Amen. And God is not through with you yet. You know, the Bible tells us, Isaiah 54 verse 2. Enlarge the borders of your tent. Some men said, your God is too small. <laughs> your God is too small. You know, when I was growing up, I see these uh, idol worshippers. They have their God. And you know, my little mind wondering, you know. The guy takes his little God in his hand and walks around with it. And I'm thinking, is that his God? How can that help him? He has his God in his hand. See this, this stuff? And he's telling me all this great stuff. About the God that he's carrying in his hand. We really need to wake up. We really need to wake up. Isaiah 52. Please put that on the screen. Isaiah 52. Verse 1 and 2. He says, awake. We got it? Isaiah 52. Okay. Awake, awake. What? Put on your strength. Who is to put on the strength? Well, I'd like you to point to your neighbor 
Tell him, put on your strength. Omar, put on your strength. <laughs> now, notice it's not a suggestion, right? Right? God is not su- suggesting to you. He says, do it. Put on your strength, O Zion. Put on your beautiful garments. You are a prince now. You are a princess now. Put on your beautiful garments, O Jerusalem, the holy city. God speaking, and by city, be speaking to his children. For the uncircumcised and the unclean shall no longer come to you. What's God got to do with the city? There's the demons and Satan himself, they can no longer harass you. They can no longer steal from your life. They can no longer keep you blind. They cannot keep you in bondage. You can no longer be afraid. Because God has come into your life today. You're different now. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things have passed away. Behold, how many things? All things have become new. You're a child of God. And God is with you. You found favor in the sight of God just as Mary found favor in the sight of God. Yes. Remember they came to Jesus, they said, Blessed is the uh, pap, they're talking, the breast that gave you sock. Yeah, they, you sock from. And Jesus said, Rather, blessed is everyone who believes the word and acts the word. When you receive the Lord and God gave you that, you like Mary. You find favor. You find favor. The same Holy Spirit that came upon Mary for the birth of Christ, guess what? It's come to live inside your heart. You found favor. You got favor with God. For the uncircumcised and the unclean shall no longer come to you. Demons can no longer harass you. You have no reason to be afraid anymore. God is now in your life. This is the covenant that God is placed, that God is caught with us as children of the living God. He is going to be good. Your future is bright. My children's future is bright. I don't have to debate it with anybody. God says He's going to teach them. God says He will make them head and not tail. Their future is bright. Be it unto you according to your faith. Their future is bright. The children here we have, the children we have here, their future is bright. We've declared this year no untimely death. And I stand with it. We're not going to see any untimely death. God will not allow it to happen. There is a God. God won't blink and he say, oh, I blinked too long. So the devil got along and did something. He can reverse it. If that's the case. Look, your circumcised and your clean shall no longer come to you. Not your finances, not your family. No longer. No longer. They did it in the past. Yeah, you take a stand today. Put on your strength. Look, that's true. Shake yourself from the dust. Stop acting silly. Shake yourself from the dust. Arise. Sit down. 
How can you tell a city to sit down, right? <laughs> oh, Jerusalem. He's talking about you. Refuse to have a pity party. Oh, me, I'm, I'm just a worm. Well, if you're warm, let's cast you out or something. <laughs> Joint ears with Christ. That's false humility. That the Bible tells us in Colossians chapter 2, God says, I don't want that kind of stuff. That's false humility. You are not a worm. God calls you his son. Can you imagine Jesus saying, I am such a worm, right? Can you imagine that happening? Ever happening? Jesus will say a word like that. Why are you saying it? Who told you you are warm? You had this preacher said, We are such a warm. Oh, give me a break. We are no warm. We are children of the living God. Joint ears with the Lord Jesus Christ. And God meant everything. We are precious in His sight. That's why the Bible tells us you can check it out. In Ephesians. He says that God may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Him that you may know the hope of His calling. There is a hope to His calling. And you, know, you are no longer ordinary. I don't care what the preachers are saying. If they don't speak according to this book, the Bible says it's because they don't have any light in them. Any testimony you hear, any word you hear, if it's not according to this book, that's because they don't have light. That's what the Bible says. It's got to be according to the word. Not how you feel, but what the word says. Because the word will make us. Shake yourself from the doors. Arise, sit down, O Jerusalem. Lose yourselves from the bones of your neck. Who is to lose? You don't. I'm not going to tell you point to your neighbor to do that, okay? <laughs> you are no longer a captive. You know, there is no reason for us to be afraid. You have the Spirit of God. God has not given us the Spirit of fear because the Spirit of God in you is the mark of your sonship. And he's doing something inside of you. God did not give you the spirit of fear, but of power and of a sound mind. You shouldn't be depressed. I'm not saying that things cannot happen to make you want to get depressed. Don't receive it. Don't accept it. That's not your DNA. That's not who you are. Even if the doctors tell you that. Let God be true. And every man a liar. Isaiah chapter 53, verse 1. Who has believed our report? There is the report of the doctor and there is the report of God. And it will be unto you according to the report that you receive. The gospel is a report. It's a report. Let's tell you the news about what Jesus has done for you. I'd like you to turn to Isaiah chapter 54. I believe verse 14. He says there, In righteousness you shall be established. Are you going to be established? And what has Christ become to us? The righteousness of God. 
You don't need any more righteousness. You have the righteousness of God. If you have accepted Christ as your Savior, you have the righteousness of God. When you say, well, I don't feel it. Who cares about your feeling? God says, you have the righteousness of God. And God cannot lie. You have it. And God says, because you have this righteousness, what's going to happen to you? You will be established. Amen. In righteousness, you shall be established. You shall be free from oppression. You shall be free from oppression. Why? For you shall not fear. You have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear. Does it make sense? You have not received, you received the spirit of sonship. You cannot fear because you cannot be oppressed. If you are being oppressed, then what kind of spirit have you received? Maybe you received the spirit of God and you let some other thing in. You remember the parable? In Matthew 13, Jesus said, So I went out to sow, some fell among thorns, and guess what happened? They didn't grow very well. Their fruit didn't get to perfection. You allow something else. Maybe a lie from the enemy. You allow the devil to sow some other seed along with God's word. And now you got oppression. In righteousness, you shall be established. You shall be far from oppression. Far from oppression. Why? Because you will not fear. When you fear, you will be oppressed. That's the truth. If you are afraid, Satan will oppress you. And it comes in different ways. It can come through finances, it can come through the family, it can come through your mind, it can come whatever way. If you're afraid, the doctors sometimes, they mean well, they try to help, but they can help you get some fear. <laughs> yes. And some of them will tell you, we know what we are talking about. I have been practicing and they tell you the number of years. And they tell you the statistics. <laughs> and guess what? <laughs> you call your... I'm going to die. <laughs> you believe the doctor's word, right? Where is your God? Whose report would you believe? Who has believed our report? In righteousness, you will be established. You shall be far from oppression, for you shall not fear. And from terror, because it will not come near you. There is no reason for a Christian to be terrified. I really believe my God. You know, I don't know about you. Can you say that to your fellow? I believe my God. I don't know about you. <laughs> yes. Yes. I believe my God. I have no reason to be frightened by anything. No terror. No terror. That's what the Bible tells us. And there are situations that will come into our lives, those are called temptation, to make you want to succumb, succumb to terror, to be terrified. We all go through this every day. And the enemy gives us the opportunity every day to accept it. 
But I believe what God said. You will be far from oppression. I have a lot that I want to share. But really what I want us to do as a church, I'd like us to start believing the word of God. You know, the Bible says until all of us come to the unity of faith. Once we are still divided in what we believe and how we believe, we will not really see the move of God. But I know a day is coming. God is preparing the ground for a great work among us. Because slowly but surely, the word of God will begin to unite us and bring us together in the unity of faith. As you see the word and as you hear the word of God, the word of God will begin to bring us together. And when we can all come together, just as it was in Acts chapter 1, when the disciples were together in one accord, and then Acts chapter 2. Right? Then Acts chapter 2 came in. And bang, you couldn't hold them back anymore. I believe God is going to do that for us at the Ark Fellowship. God is going to do that for us. As we come into the unity of faith and we're not arguing with each other about, well, I don't believe that, I believe this, this is what I believe. God will be walking. I mean, you may not feel anything, but God will be doing. I mean, great will be the peace of God's people. Peace. And things will be happening, it seems so natural, but they will be happening so in an unusual way. I believe that. I really believe that with all of my heart. We stay together. God is taking us somewhere. God is taking us somewhere. I would have wanted, wanted to go into this. That God has given you the mind of Christ. Yes. The mind of Christ. You got his spirit, right? The Bible tells us this. And then the Bible tells you you have his mind. We have the mind of Christ. What is wrong with us? You know, the mind is the seat of wisdom. The mind is the seat of wisdom. And the Bible says, you have the mind of Christ. And God cannot lie. It's whether we accept it or not. As many as received Him, He gave the power. When we receive Him, guess who Him is? The Word of God. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. As many as received Him, He gave power. To become sons of God. When we receive his word, we receive him. Even when it doesn't make sense, you receive his word. Against what you know in the natural. You go into the fourth dimension. You know, I walk and I'm dreaming. I like to be like Joseph. You know Joseph? Yes. I just dream. I'm out of myself. When you see the natural, it's just that little slave over there. Right? But he is in the making. God is molding him and making him. Before long, overnight, everyone has to bow. 
Amen. Now I'm not talking about brothers bowing to me. I'm talking about demons. Okay. <laughs> and that's for you. Same. Get rid of all those crazy thoughts about your life. You are a covenant person with God. Right now, you take the place of Abraham. Right. You're taking his place. If God wants to do something, he goes through you, he talks to you. He'll talk to Abraham. Abraham was a friend of God, right? Why? Because God called a covenant with him. What did Jesus say? I don't call you servants anymore. You are friends. Amen. You're friends. I pray that God will open our eyes to know who we are in Christ. Young people, I want you to get excited. Think about this, that God is with you. And you are not like the rest of them. They can go out drugging and all of that stuff. But you are better than that. They can eat with swines and do all of that crazy stuff. You say, I'm a prince. We don't do stuff like that. Dogs and pigs don't act that way. And we are children of the living God. We don't do that. That's the way to carry yourself. And see how God will take you. I see presidents. I see senators. Amen. I see congressmen. I see great artists. People changing the nation. Not this nation alone, but the whole nation. And I've often said, why not us? Why not our children? Why not us? We are covenant people. We belong to the Lord Jesus. He is with us. We are found favor with God. You carry him everywhere you go. He's with you. You see, when he's with you, that's a different thing. He may have a different agenda. He may have some other assignment. But when you carry him wherever you go, he's always with you. Amen? Wherever you go. So you don't have to be afraid. Would you stand up with me? I know we got family today. Wow, praise the Lord. Now, how many of you will say, I want, I, I don't have that relationship, but I want a deeper relationship with God. So that I want, you know, God downloads information. You know what I mean? That's what makes you. He downloads information into your spirit. Because His spirit is right there. How many will say, I want a deeper relationship with the Lord? You need that. I do. We do. We do. And you know what? Granted. Don't look for the goosebumps. Just look at the scripture. Many times I read the scriptures and I'm not a crying person. You hardly come here and cry. But when I see what God is speaking to me, tears of gratitude. He picked me from the whole world. I was telling somebody last night, I feel so blessed. I'm part of what he's doing on the earth today. In my time, in my generation, I am part of what he's doing. 
That's the God that created everybody. I am part of that. I rejoice in that. Not because I'm a pastor. I'm just part of his family. We got it all figured out. Because he's with me. That's the God. That's why it's called good news. There's no need for weeping anymore. Jesus will say, don't weep. Don't cry anymore. Just believe. I'm going to change it. If you have a situation that you need God to change, I believe this is God. If you have a situation in your life, you want God to change it, I'd like you to come up here. I didn't plan this. I'd like you to come up here. Because God is going to change that situation. I feel that very strongly. Feel that very strongly. God is going to change that situation and stand with you. The angel of the Lord will encamp around you and change that situation, bring that situation to change. The Lord our God is with us. The King is among us. We have no reason to be afraid. Let's trust Him for our future. Let's trust Him for things to get better for us. He is our God. He is our God. Thank you, Jesus. And I'm waiting on the Lord for instruction. Put your hand on your, your right hand on your chest. Put your right hand on your chest. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Say to the Lord, Lord, I accept your word. I accept your gift. I accept your spirit. Lord, I thank you. I believe. I'm trusting you for the change. It is here. I can feel it. I can see it. It is here. I receive it. I receive it. In the name of your son. In the name of Jesus. I receive the change. It's here. I embrace it. I have been transformed. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. Would you put your hands together? Give the Lord a Remember Hannah? The mother of Samuel? That great miracle? Before the miracle was born, she says, the Bible tells us she was very sad and she wept. But after the backsliding priest said to her, the God of Israel grant, the Bible says her countenance changed. Right. She was happy again. No sign of the miracle. But she accepted the word. The seed was sown on that day. And she told her husband, Papa, you're going to be a papa. Amen. Let's go. That's what God wants you to do today. Go rejoicing that your change has come. God bless you with this Amen. Yeah.